Hooray Run Podcast, Episode 27. I'm your host, James Rogers. Cousin Mike returns. He was on Episode 25. This episode, we go in tangents. We run in circles. We talk fast food, NBA Finals, breaking news, all related to running. It all comes back to running. We enjoyed the talk. I hope you get some good talking points out of it, mull some things, help us out with the poll as well that you'll hear later on in the episode. Cousin Mike had his first appearance on Hooray Run podcast in episode 25, so go check that out. Episode 25 also included a Cleveland Marathon recap with myself and friends John Weiss and Wilson Shaner as we tackled the Cleveland Marathon on May 19th and recapped that day. And then episode 26, freelance writer Amanda Loudon in conversation about her piece on the Northern Arizona Elite Professional Running Group based out in Flagstaff, Arizona. So go listen to those two episodes, 25 and 26. Subscribe, tell a friend, recommend. Let's get right to it here, Cousin Mike. Before we do, as always, my friend Mikey, a.k.a. Meeks Palmer on SoundCloud. Mikey, you got to drop that beat for us. Grand Rapids once again on this Monday, June 10th. My cousin Mike here. Cousin Mike, second appearance. Undisclosed location once again. We're very mysterious about it. We are. That's all right. That adds to the atmosphere. <laughs> it's a Monday afternoon. Grand Rapids doesn't get to be mysterious very often. So No. We're giving it mystique. Would that be the right Absolutely. Word, mystique. Uh, you're on break now. You're a teacher. Yeah. Um, I have a job where I have odd weekends. Could be a Tuesday, Thursday off this week. It just happens to be Monday, Tuesday. So that's why, folks, we are able to meet here on a Monday afternoon. Feeling relieved? Absolutely. Um, the The school year, when you get to around April or May, just feels like it, it, it feels not unlike the, being at the end of a marathon. Um, and you know how that feels of course um and feels like okay if if i had to keep going there'd be no way i could do this but because i've got you know just two more months two more weeks whatever left just gonna muscle my way through to the end (laughs) and then just like at the end of a marathon where you just sort of like lay down on the grass for 20 minutes or an hour or however long that's sort of what i did this weekend okay sort of laid on the couch (laughs) Cooking some movies, Pirates Baseball. What are we doing here on yeah, the couch? I mean, Pirates Baseball, um, unfortunately, it was a rough weekend for them. They got swept by the Brewers. Um, so Both of us, we're not in the best baseball states right now. Cardinals no. just got swept by the Cubs. Yeah, I think uh, the Cubs and the Brewers are starting to run away with it in the NL Central. But mm-hmm. yeah. As they say, long season, right? Yeah. there's still like a marathon Come but on. you know at a, there's a certain point in the marathon too where it's like huh this isn't this isn't gonna end up with a pr is it yeah if, if the cardinal season is anything like my cleveland marathon i i will probably stop watching right now uh, the back half uh, pretty pretty miserable um episode 25 recap that with my friends john and wilson and I'm in the city of GR now, and that could possibly be the location of my next 26.2 mile attempt. You ran it in what year? 2015. 2015. You noticed my socks when I walked in. Yeah. Grand James Rapids Marathon socks. Yep. It's like written in the stars, I guess. Exactly. October. I well, you have to earn those socks now. By I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I wore these in a half marathon in April, and I I did feel like am I cheating? cheating the gr marathon by wearing these when i haven't even run the gr marathon as long as you run it eventually you're fine i okay I, okay so because i won them at a beer run like a festivity where i met up with friends and then everyone got a raffle and yeah called my name and looked like nice socks they're pretty nice socks they are yeah there's that perfect height usually I it wear is ankle socks but those cover the ankles and everything yep i'm all about quarter length socks and these these have 
they exceeded expectations on what I thought the fit would be. So I, I've been pleased with the fit. I, I've been in, in the half marathon. I, I have been in more comfortable socks overall. Um, but the length is spot on for what I prefer in a sock. Running sock, that is. There's nothing just casual worse than when the sock like rolls down under your ankle and like into your shoe and just like disappears. Right. So you're basically running barefoot. Yeah, that's awful. I've avoided footy socks or whatever they call them, low cut socks for years now. Are you more of a I am that's, quarter guy? Yeah. Um but I thought I was like a size smaller than I was, so I bought like larges um for mm-hmm. a while and okay. those just did that every single time. And okay. I finally accepted my feet are extra large. <laughs> and now I, I'm fine. So, but as far as the, um, the, the socks go, um, I have a, I have a sweatshirt and a mug from the Groundhog Day marathon, which okay. I only did the half marathon of, mm-hmm. but they didn't have separate, um, swag for, for the half marathoners. So everyone oh. got the marathon stuff. So I have a Groundhog Day marathon sweatshirt and mug that i wear pretty shamelessly and use pretty shamelessly so oh wow maybe eventually i'll try to earn that by doing the marathon but i doubt it (laughs) you feel guilty wearing it sometimes um (laughs) no i i don't it's like to be honest people take shirts from their girlfriends and boyfriends or they just get something from goodwill that says conference champion or blank of the year exactly it's like someone didn't want this or wasn't going to use it so i'm just using it that's all (laughs) um but i will say you've uh you've inspired me to to think about getting back into a little bit more serious running whoa yeah breaking news i'm i'm thinking about think a keyword thinking about um gearing up for a half marathon maybe in the in the in the fall okay in the fall like we're talking next few months yeah well so so I, i'm going to vermont at the end of the month okay and i'm probably not gonna have a ton of time to focus on running there mm-hmm. so i'll just kind of keep up some base mileage there in the mountains and everything like that um but then when i get back in august thinking about starting maybe like a two-month training plan so that maybe in october and november i can or in november i can try to run something okay what really got you feeling that way it's a good question i think um, i mean you can attribute it all to your cousin <laughs> coming over and recording a running podcast edit out that part where you say that <laughs> where you did initially you well the first I shouldn't say initially just the first podcast you you said you may have been um trash talking running a little bit <laughs> more like the sport the spectating side i feel, I feel like, like that was n- but, n- now now i'm seeing why you've invited me back on you're here we're here to settle the score <laughs> But I mean that was that wasn't too long ago. You were doing three, four runs a week, a lot with your dog too. Well, I'm still, actually, did that's still going on? Yeah, right? still going on. I, yep, I yep. ran last night. I actually ran two days in a row over the weekend. Um, and last first consecutive night, days. In yeah, in long quite time? a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, I uh, last night. Do you know those kinds of, kinds of nights when you go out for a run um, where you just feel like you just you can't find the end, the bottom of the fuel tank. Like you yeah. just keep going mm-hmm. and it's just like, it doesn't feel like you should be. And I was just like striding it out and going faster and faster and everything like that at each point. Um, and, and the sun wasn't out. It was sprinkling a little bit, um, but it was still really humid. So you got a good sweat going and everything yep. like that, but it wasn't like the sun sapping your energy or anything like that. So okay. I actually felt really good. Um, it's hard to say what time it, it was. I think I ran about four four point four miles or something like that, but okay. I just stopped like several times to you know, because we arrested marker territory everywhere. So. Sure, but um, yeah, felt that good. gave you a thrill, it kind did. of a runner's high of it did that I, exhilarating I, feel. And I've been since since two weeks ago. I've been yeah. on the lookout for those kind of like runner's high moments. Good. I've been trying to trying to trying to think of it differently. Like, yeah. ooh, this isn't so horrible, or at least that's not the default. Because sometimes it still is. Yeah. Um, but maybe if the default is like, oh, this is fun and enjoyable and <laughs> feels worthwhile Maybe sometimes it just takes a little talking out to reflect on thoughts and and feelings as i said to you in a text after our first conversation there is kind of like running therapy for me to get some of my thoughts out and i reflected on it and i was like yeah some of what i said was stupid but i reflected on them and i thought that was good for me and maybe that's something you got out of 
Yeah. The, the first conversation there For a few sure. weeks ago. And I, uh, well, today I'm going to, I'm going to switch the subject a little. It's still going to be running, but I came in today with some McDonald's in, in tow and I just polished off some snack wraps and chicken, uh, grilled ranch. Yeah. Chicken snack wraps. That's, re- that's really responsible that you made the grilled chicken choice. Not crispy. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been grilled. I don't know. Want feedback on that if you feel like crispy would be, uh, I don't know, healthier? Uh, crispy is a little more not crunch, healthier. Crunchy. Uh, I'll tell you why I don't get crispy. I, and I like pretend it's because I'm being healthy, but it has nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I did come in with a large Coke and large fry. It's like healthy is kind of just not even in the picture here, but continue. <laughs> crispy, like, okay, so this sounds ridiculous um, to base things off the physical temperature of them. Mm-hmm. but Whoa. i just associate crispy chicken with just it's just too hot because it's just been in the fryer and it just maintains that heat way too long and i don't like hot food okay. i like lukewarm food <laughs> <laughs> so grilled chicken gets to that point a lot faster have you had a buffalo chicken slider from arby's yes of course that's my that's hot meal. isn't it spicy uh, spicy hot not not really temperature hot okay they actually microwave their sliders how do you know that? Because I hear them open the microwave door and put the things in and set the timer. <laughs> it's pretty shameless. After Have actually. you watched it? No, because they try to hide the microwave like right behind the front kitchen wall. But you're convinced what you hear is a microwave? Oh, I'm, I know the sounds of a microwave. Okay. Absolutely. But that's still my go-to meal. It, the at, sliders. At Arby's is the three pizza sliders and three buffalo chicken sliders. Yeah, we're not shy to fast food. We're not. What's the best fast food you've had in the last month or two months, if we have to span um, two months there? Well, Wendy's has sort of been my probably go-to. Um, they just, you know, they've been remodeling all the Wendy's mm-hmm. around here. And, and of course, I think it's important to mention Wendy's has like a deep-rooted uh, Rogers history. And it everything. does. Um, you can't be a Rogers without liking Wendy's. Exactly. Um did you see the Rogers, yeah. Did you see the Facebook post around our cousin Miranda? Yeah, birthday? she got like the she got the hand or something. Yeah, gone to Wendy's plaque. Yeah, I, I had, had that up in my that. yeah, I had that up in my room uh, senior year at Hope, and I knew I took it back home. I just had I hadn't known where it was the last few years, and I'm glad to see it's now in another family member's hands. It's like the torch keeping being passed it in the on. Yep, yeah. Gone to Wendy's. That'll be there like generations from now. Yep. Wendy's when with Wendy's grandpa. Never disappointed. <laughs> Wendy's will be gone, but the plaque will still be there. <laughs> so what's the go-to at Wendy's? Um, so, it, I mean, it, this might be kind of disappointing, but I just, I order off the, um, they don't really have a dollar menu, but they have a value menu and mm-hmm. you just can't beat it. Um, so I get five cheeseburgers, deluxe cheeseburgers. <laughs> And water. All burgers? Yeah. Why? Because... Any side? Like, no, no fries The side or is on the burgers. Or... Lettuce, tomato, and oh. onions. Get your veggie intake. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a perfect do you eat, food item. So. Do you eat all five of them in one sitting? Yes. Oh. Any dessert after? Water. Vanilla bean ice cream? Yeah, actually, maybe if I come home. I'll Polish it off. Yeah, exactly. Or cereal or something. <laughs> Which, by the way, cereal is a dessert, not a breakfast food. When were you convinced of that? Since an early age? Uh, I've never been much of a breakfast eater. Okay. So, like, I think pancakes are a dessert also. Whoa. Um, I think the only true breakfast food is, like, eggs and bagels. <laughs> what What milk do you like with your cereal? Uh. Personally, I'd, I'd go 2%, maybe even whole. Okay, yep. Um, yep. But as a compromise with Becky, um, my wife, uh, mm-hmm. I get 1%. 1%. Percent. skim, so we meet in the middle. Okay. And I used to um, I used to think growing up that uh, milk was, it went like 0% was skim, and then there was like 1% and 2%, and then whole was like 100%. Oh. So I thought there was like this huge <laughs> gap between 2% and whole milk. <laughs> It's like, what about all the in-between? What if I want like 50% milk? (laughs) It reminds me kind of of the comedy show we saw on GR, Dimitri Martin, when he talks about batteries. 
And it's like A, batteries, C, batteries, D, batteries. But where are the B batteries? Right. And that's a whole bit of his, which is hilarious. I recommend anyone to Should we just steal Dimitri Martin's comedy? (laughs) Just pass it off as our own. It's like before we started recording here, you said, why why are you allowed to call uh, DeMarcus Cousins Boogie? I said, he doesn't care. Call Boogie whatever I want. Boogie Cousins. I could take Dimitri Martin's act. Will he know? I don't know. You're gonna have to Maybe eat. Maybe he'll get around to him this episode. You're gonna have to eat your words on that. <laughs> There's a lawsuit coming your way. Yeah. I brought up fast food because not only did I have some today and yesterday and probably the day before, I, I I've admittedly been on a fast food streak, drinking a lot of soda too. <clears throat> but um the taste has really has really gotten me lately. What's your go to soda? It's a... Uh, coca-cola you can't beat it yeah do you see they're bringing new coke back with uh i don't know if you watch stranger things but uh, yeah it's based in the 80s of course and yep. new coke was the thing in the 80s and then so they're gonna bring it back so with that like kind of pepsi like flavor mm. so i had a pepsi the other day too and i and i'm i'm a coke guy through and through but i i, I sipped the first couple of the first couple sips of the pepsi i just said to myself pepsi's good <laughs> Well, has, and I felt like I was trading. I was a trader to Coke. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, Pepsi's good. I Pepsi mean, at a theater, if a theater or ballpark has just Pepsi products, I'm like, ah. And then every time I drink it, I'm like, that was pretty fresh. A little crisp touch well, to it. I mean, the, I think the theory is that Pepsi's, Pepsi takes the cake in the first few sips, but then Coke is better for the whole drink. Ooh. So like Coke okay. is more of a refined, kind of lasting taste. Yep. Um, where yep. Pepsi is goes for the like sweetness, right yes, off that. right off the bat. McDonald's Coke takes the cake for fast food Coke for me. Uh, Chick Fil A Coke, or something with the ice maybe. I never feel the true punch of the Coke from Chick Fil A. Oh, you actually like, taste the difference between? Oh yeah, like McDonald's wow. Coke. There's times after a work day where I just I crave a McDonald's Coke, <laughs> and it does. I interesting. The first few sips, I'm like, yep, this is different and exactly what i needed whereas i wouldn't even go to like i'd go to mcdonald's just to say i'll have one large coke i wouldn't go to chick-fil-a i wouldn't go to wendy's and go through the drive-thru and say i'll have one large coke i'd ha- i'd get something with it but mcdonald's i can just do a one large coke and that could be my order one dollar and six cents one dollar yeah right um yep i wonder I, I bet it is the ice like you said because i think mcdonald's does have the they have the best ice it's the um I don't know, like the little ice nuggets or something like that. Yep. Um, that they're very, they're almost like not even ice. They're like some sort of like half state between liquid and solid. <laughs> I know. I, I think it is. The ice plays a key role in the, in the taste of the Coke, just the way it hits. Um, ice for you. Are you still an ice guy? Like chew ice? Uh, that used to I've be come a back staple on a little bit okay. as a, because like it actually like started messing with my teeth. It's pretty bad. I, I used to chew so much ice, like probably... Yeah, you did um almost a tray a day um and i've i've cut back to i almost never like chew ice just at home but if i get a you know a drink from mcdonald's or something like that i'll I'll chew the ice okay um but yeah it was like it was like i don't know if it was quite exposing like the nerves in my teeth or something like that but it was certainly making them sensitive and apparently um chewing ice i like talked to my dentist about this oh we're going off on quite a tangent here but yeah we are <laughs> <laughs> i talked to my dentist was really quick here and, and he says chewing ice is like worse for you than chewing glass oh, no yeah because like the way the the structures he like went into chemistry mode and explained how the structures of ice align and how they like they interact directly with your teeth or something like that and, and it really gets in there and he, he wasn't BSing through it all? I don't know. He also told me I had high blood pressure once, and I don't. So I don't know what to believe. <laughs> so you really cut back on ice after that? Was that the pivotal moment, or was that it just It was, like- because he said, don't worry. Your teeth will get better if you just stop chewing ice now. You know, now, oh, okay, I, now that okay. I say it, I feel like he was just scaring me. <laughs> yeah, fear monger. <laughs> but it worked. Scare tactics. <laughs> Would you... Uh, last question on ice... Because I had been around you growing up, holidays, seeing family, going to your house in Pennsylvania. And would you take an ice cube and just start chewing immediately? Or would you let it uh, dissolve that a like bit? the height of my ice habit? Yeah. It would, would just, just be pop it, chew it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, it depends on the... I mean, there's some... Again, there's different kinds of ice. Some of those ice you just physically can't do that with. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, like the ice maker, 
a type ice and everything like that, that's very conducive to yeah. first bite chew. Okay. Well, fast food initially, I it talked about it because I posed a question to you last night. If you if you knew you had, well, you have a mile race coming up later today or tomorrow, and you have to, every entrant, every racer, or if it's just you running a mile, you have to have one fast food meal an hour before the race. So I said pick one. It could be, you can span three different fast food restaurants, but you have to pick an entree, a side, and a drink. And drink can be tea, soda, milkshake. I didn't realize I could combine them. This this opens it all up. That's great. Well, you can do a single restaurant answer first. Yeah. And then if you think on the fly here on combining restaurants. Yeah. So you have to consider how well will it sit. Um, an hour before, not probably the most time you need to digest fully. So everyone's going to have a little bit of fast food in their stomachs. Um, just the, the taste of it, the enjoyment, maybe something you, you eat or drink gets you pumped up for a race. Um, I guess a cop-out answer could be, well, you don't want all that sugar in your body, like a Powerade from McDonald's for the drink or something. Oh, don't or, worry, I'm not going to give you a cop-out answer. Or just H2O, just H2O water. Well, especially because, so also the way you're framing it now, it, it makes it sound like since everyone's going to have to do it, I could like strategically pick something that I'll be able to handle, but no one else will be able to handle. Is that true? Correct. Yep. Excellent. Wait, are you saying everyone would have to eat the same meal? Yeah, right. Everyone at mm. the starting line? Mm. Is that what you were thinking? I, yeah, I want to think that way now. Because <laughs> I was thinking everyone has their own. Yeah, because so, some people could totally cheat and just like eat something really like apple slices from McDonald's or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you two answers. Then I'm going to turn the question back on you because I want to hear your answer too. Okay. Um, yep. But so I actually like for quite a while... Well, quite a while being like a year or something like that. Every race I ran the night before, I would go to Subway and I would buy two footlongs, both chicken bacon ranch, one without cheese, one with cheese. And I would eat the one with cheese the night before for dinner. And then I would eat the one without cheese for breakfast the day day of the race. The footlong? Yeah. Jeez. Um, okay. And it wasn't quite an hour before. Yeah, yeah. But it was... Maybe, like, I would wake up at, like, 5.30 and eat it at, like, 6 or something. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. And then run at 8. Um, but I had, like, dreams of becoming, like, like um, a Subway spokesperson. I'd be like, I eat two foot longs before every race. And then, like, just show how dominant I am because I'm fueled by chicken bacon ranch. Um, so that's, like, the real life answer is actually, like, you that. actually did that yeah, yeah i mean like subway can be hardly counted as fast food though because it's so healthy um so healthy <laughs> it's probably not but so we'll eliminate sub shops okay and we'll eliminate fruits and veggies and yeah. water so, so we're fruits thinking and like veggies as your side fast food yeah <laughs> okay well here's here's what i will say is i bet i could if, if it's like me versus everyone else mm-hmm. i almost guarantee I could totally cream everyone if I ate um, my go-to Burger King, which is two for six Whoppers with the 129 10-piece chicken nuggets. Oh. I bet I could do it. I mean, in fact, like, I'll even put myself out here and say, like, at some point for this podcast, I, I, I will eat that meal and then run a mile, and then we'll see how I'm doing. <laughs> what do you, are you using sauce with the nuggets? Yeah, I usually get the Sawsome. I think that's... Is that Wendy's or Burger King? I can't remember. One of them has like... Sawsome? Yeah, Sawsome. It's like this Dude. kind of like vaguely pinkish brown sauce. Oh. That's like a little bit... Got a little bit of a kick to it. It's a little bit Not Zesty? Maybe it's either... Zesty's at Burger King. Okay, Zesty's at Burger King. Sawsome's yeah. at Wendy's. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, Zesty. So you'd go two Whopper, two for six Whopper, 10-piece nugs. Not even like four piece, just cut it down. Yeah, because the ten piece is such a good deal. <laughs> but do you want six more nuggets in your system than a, just a four piece? I'm not gonna waste my money. <laughs> such a good value. <laughs> what would your drink be? Well, so th- this is where I, I almost always just drink water with fast food because I think pop's so unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I would probably I would I would upgrade to an iced tea for the for the Ooh. terms of this. Ooh. Okay. Or even I would even drink like a sugary like nest tea type thing or something like that. 
sugary, nasty. Okay. But that might that might mess me up. <laughs> Not the other stuff, just that. <laughs> well, I'm torn on my entree because I would thoroughly enjoy one classic beef and cheddar from Arby's as my entree. That's some pretty heavy cheese on that. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of cheese that you feel like would just mold together and sit like a rock in your stomach. Yeah. Uh, one of the better fast food items I've had in the last two months is a grand turkey from Arby's. Oh. There's a lot going on in a grand turkey, though. It's an incredible sandwich, but there's just almost too much going on that I'd be afraid of, like, one part of the that like if i picked out the bacon or picked out the sauce like i just there's always something hiding in there that makes it an incredible <laughs> sandwich the last thing i want to hear about my sandwich <laughs> there's always something hiding in there <laughs> but the, the grand turkey is actually climbing the ranks for my just all-time favorite fast food wow. items is that one of those like i know arby's has been kind of like getting into artisan meats and stuff like that like, yeah. Is that part of that whole marketing campaign? Artisan meats? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, they've just, they're I just think, been trying to take a classier angle or something like that. I think the Grand Turkey, I would have to, uh, I want to say it's been around longer Okay. than their artisan approach here. I could be totally off because I just, yeah, my first Grand Turkey was about two, two and a half months ago. Wow. And... I would uh, no. I would not eat a grand turkey an hour before a race. So you're, other, saying, so you're saying you would you would do the beef and cheddar an hour before a race? It, it's it's either the beef and cheddar or the number one from Chick Fil A, just the original chicken sandwich, grilled. I don't know. I think it's just like I, I get it either, number yeah. two spicy deluxe meal is one of my go tos at Chick Fil A. But I don't think I'd go spicy, spicy deluxe before a race for a mile. So I'd do a number one, just the classic original chicken sandwich, which I think would, like you, you made a good point about how much cheddar cheese is on the beef and cheddar. And, and it's, it's like overflowing. that melty type it is cheese the melty. too, which yep. can really do you in. Yep. Uh, I would, I would, uh, <clears throat> it would be an original chicken sandwich chick-fil-a then i think i could put back well see here's i'm thinking through this question because the cheese roll-ups at taco bell are a dollar and it's it's actually my sister just saw me eating one the other night and it's a quesadilla with cheese that you could roll up and put in a microwave and make it in 10 seconds at home is it supposed to sound like a fruit roll-up it's a cheesy (laughs) roll-up And they're a dollar at Taco Bell. And I always, a Taco Bell go-to meal is like a $5 Chalupa Cravings box. And then I always tack on two cheese roll-ups. Oh, wow. So I would even go as far as I'd eat two cheese roll-ups as my side. Okay. And then. I don't venture near Taco Bell often, so. Ooh, yeah. It's gotten me by the, uh, taking my arm and leg the last probably six months. (laughs) (laughs) been calling me the bell has been calling has been ringing in my head and then i i just it's the five dollar cravings box the the bang for your buck and then i'm like oh that's only five bucks i can tack on there must be something like in our genes that, that we appreciate good value above all because <laughs> honestly like that's i mean that's why we go to fast food right i mean it, mm. it's it's good even though people don't admit it it tastes good yeah, yeah yeah and it's so much better value i was just at a place where they had a slice of carrot cake for five dollars and i was thinking i could get three and a half burgers from wendy's for that five dollars <laughs> i know we're just we're, we're uh we're all for the value and that's where the the value meals have changed a lot the value menus at, at fast food restaurants i remember the days of like soft tacos at taco well being 50 cents yeah but now they're i think they're like a buck 50 still a good price not bad not bad uh, my drink of choice, I couldn't do tea or like fruit punch or anything. I had a, just a terrible bout of stomach issues with like a fruit punch from Outback Steakhouse back in 2012 and ran pretty soon after drinking like fruit punch 
sugary drink and a memorable run for not the best reasons. <laughs> so I would, I'd almost go Coke Zero. Oh, okay. Zero sugar. But I'm sure there's people who would say, James, regular Coke is healthier than a Coke Zero. Like there's something up with Coke Zero. It does taste different. Yeah. But it's like the Diet Coke that any diet drinks where they're like, yeah, it's it's probably like it's more unhealthy than just a regular Coke. But I mean, there's got to be something Coke Zero that's like really iffy, but they say zero sugar. Right. But I mean, if you're just talking short term, just getting ready for a race, Mm -hmm. I see what you mean with not wanting the sugar in your system. Yeah. Because like once you get the sugar in your system, you got to keep that up throughout the race. I mean, if if it's only a mile, it's like whatever. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's. It's more about feeling for the race, too, because it's a mile. It's not, it's going to be over fairly quickly. I mean, and, and if you make it much longer, I mean, there, I mean, in ultra marathons, of course, there's people that eat all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the middle of it, and it doesn't phase them. Um, <clears throat> so maybe we're onto something here that it's like, okay, if that's working for ultra marathoners, why don't right. we do for short races? Right. Logically. <clears throat> What's like, if you, if you're racing nowadays, what would be your. Do you have a meal routine now? I'm um, kind of all over the place. Like I, I get in my head too about what should I eat the night before or the day of the race. Do you put anything in your body the morning before? It's just been so long since I've run a race, but yeah. I would. Um, I think I'm just afraid of like cheese. Um, and I don't know if that's that's a valid thing or not. Um, I any know, type, shredded, American, probable, like any flavor, any style of cheese, or is it just? um is it totally like i think just cheese is like, the corporation and everything <laughs> under it is that it owns is just <laughs> yeah i think well maybe if it's like if it tastes more like cheese the more afraid of it i am before i run cheese it's uh, yeah like those seem fine okay um i mean like like sort of like i don't know like american cheese would be the ultimate enemy essentially <laughs> Um, there's probably no sciences, but like I feel like I could eat a bunch of provolone and be fine before a race or something like that. Mm. Not that I need to give the disclaimer that there's no sciences because there's no science to anything I say um, <laughs> when it comes to food. But uh, I I will say before that run I had last night that went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some Becky had shredded some Parmesan, and so there was a bowl of Parmesan, and I just like kind of chowed it down. Oh, um, oh just straight Parmesan? Yeah, yeah, it tastes great. <laughs> Um, and I don't know, I had like, uh, maybe like a quarter cup of Parmesan or something like that. So not too much, but I felt great. So <laughs> go to Olive Garden, all the bow tie pasta with Parmesan, but hold the bow tie pasta, <laughs> straight Parmesan. <laughs> Just see them, you know, twisting the <laughs> bottle of Parmesan. You're like more yeah. yep. good <laughs> spoon and yeah. Parmesan. Cheese. It tastes great. Like it's one of those things. I'm all about, um, like, for example, coffee creamer. Tastes great. Mm. Why do you need the coffee? Cookie dough? Yeah, exactly. Same type of thing. Yeah. I mean, even though that turns into cookies eventually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, what are you going to, what are you going to have for dinner tonight? Um, Are you going to run today too? Or no? No, I think three days would be a little wild for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Three straight. Yeah. So I, I do How have leftovers in the fridge, so there's some leftover pasta, so I'm probably going to eat that. Okay. I had leftover pizza, and um, oh, we went to just this brewery, and we got like buffalo chicken wrap and quesadillas. Mm. I just had that. Okay. Do you have any more thoughts on your, your parachute running idea? Oh, man. Wait, are you talking about the one with the relay team? Yeah. I yep. really like that. Like that, that idea aged well in my mind, at least. Okay. Um. <laughs> so i love i because I, I i really think the key to me um in terms of my interest in, in running is the is this strategy to it um whatever that looks like yeah because like i said like i really like that idea of surging as a team to like demoralize the other team or something mm. like that in cross country yep yep um <clears throat> so if you have like a set of plays or something like that that you run um short of like tripping the opposition because that would be cool obviously that'd be a whole other sport um but yeah i love the idea of getting the coach out there and like being like all right rogers yeah you're tired get up (laughs) and then send the other guy in 
and maybe like he's just the the sprint specialist and maybe there's like a, or there's like a technical specialist like maybe there's a segment of the race where you go through the woods and you're like Ooh, this mm. guy ran a bunch of cross country in college like oh yeah yeah terrain changes yeah exactly he's got relay. like these like huge shoes that like cover his ankles and stuff like that so yeah injured or something i don't know yeah it could be you know i'm even thinking of just some professional runners just thinking of doing a different distance relay like someone runs a 1500 or a mile on the track and hands it off to the road runner who runs a half or a full marathon and then they hand it off to the mountain runner the yeah. trail runner Absolutely. and it's just a an extended a, a long relay but extends almost like half a day or a whole day and that'd be great and then people with their specialties and we were talking about the other aspect of this being that cities should have their own teams so that we can have like a fan base that builds up mm-hmm. and then you know the colorado team could have the really good mountain runners so mm. if it's a mountainous course you'd be like, yep. oh shoot the denver team's gonna win um, home course advantage yeah and then the arizona team's gonna like take you out in the desert and stuff like that so. <laughs> yeah yes indeed on the on the topic of relay and current events in the sporting world we we're talking about nba finals catching up on the series and Talking about Toronto's 3-1 lead. Game 5 tonight, Monday, June 10th. Raptors looking to close it out at home. I, I posed a question about the starting 5 for both the Raptors and the Warriors. From We're just going to take Game 4. Toronto won 105-92. Um, taking the starting 5 from each team. And and you can, you can suggest a different length. But I was just thinking like a 5 by 1 mile relay between the teams who we'd have lead off who we'd have anchor and then who you just throw kind of in the middle so they're all running a mile is that they all are okay yep you have pasco siakam Kawhi leonard marcus soul kyle lowry danny green for toronto Mm -hmm. and then draymond green andre godala demarcus cousins boogie (laughs) steph curry clay thompson 5v5 you want a good start, you want a good anchor. I mean it's five it's not a four by, which is the normal on track. It's a five by. So who would you match up against who? Would you just kind of put who's guarding who at the start of the game against each other in their legs of well, the relay? I know for sure. I, I think I would definitely have Andre Iguodala running an anchor. Ooh. Warriors. Um hot takey. A little bit. What what do you think? I did I do really like Igadala's prospects. I think he's going just, into this. He just is such a he's such a clutch player. He has such intensity. Um, Does he have the endurance motor? Um, and do we take into account how banged up the guys are right now? I mean, who do you prefer, Demarcus Cousins? <laughs> no, Curry. <laughs> Curry would be my my go to anchor. I feel Clay's six seven. Clay's got a motor. We know how well he moves off the ball and Clay's his six endurance. Seven. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. he is. My goodness. And I don't know how that would bode. If it would bode well for him on the track with the turns. Interesting. Oh, so we're on the track. We're, we're going to go on the track, yep. See, I, th- I would think you would want Steph Curry out front because he opens up the lead a little bit. You're, you're swaying me a bit. I like I like the idea. I mean, Iguodala, if I'm really getting detailed, he's, what, 6'8", you know, long loping strides, but... He's got he's the got motor. that kick at the end. No matter yeah, how yeah. tired it is, he's gonna that last lap. But then again, I'd put Kawhi as the as the um, anchor for the Raptors for almost the same reasons. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I think I'd have Danny Green starting out. For some reason I like the idea of Danny Green. Yeah, running a mile and doing well. Sense. Um, I think, I, it, I think I, your best runner is going to be Pascal Siakam. Oh, he's just oh, he best. So like, well, should he lead off or anchor? I uh, hmm. I would think the setup man number four. Oh, okay. He's got all those limbs. All those limbs. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to match up Gasol with Boogie with Cousins. Yeah, I think that that's going to be the slowest leg. <laughs> Right, that'll be the best one to watch. Yeah, I mean Kyle Lowry is, is. I know, I know. Zach Lowe, NBA writer, says he's built like a fire hydrant. 
got the biggest butt. He's just, <laughs> he's, I don't know. He's such an odd body shape that I, I'm, I'm hesitant on Kyle Lowry in, like the in the middle or something because he's a wild card. He is, and I think you match him up with the Draymond Green. Okay, because Draymond Green, <laughs> Draymond Green would probably such pu- a wild card. You'd probably punch whoever's running against or kick them. We were definitely getting a spiking there. Yeah. Oh. Back, back to recording here. But, but Dray- yeah, that was so loud. Uh, Draymond's a, an undeniable wild card, I feel like, in this. So so let, let's say here, we're just talking it through right now, but leg one, we'd have... Steph, did we decide? Yep. Versus Danny Green. Versus Danny Green. I think we have to get the two centers in there next, otherwise... To ensure that they're close enough that it would be, you know, running against each other, essentially. Does that yep. make sense? Yep. Plus, I think the weakest guy would probably go second, traditionally. Okay. So then we have... And for the record, I think Cousins is definitely going to win that matchup. <laughs> Coming off a torn Achilles? Oh, are we factoring that in? <laughs> we uh, No, because you know all these guys have little nicks to major injuries right now that's true that we just don't know all about i mean we know the major ones you know what what cousins is coming off of even kawaii's been banged up wait what was wrong with clay thompson on game three by the way i guess i don't even know uh clay had the well it's katie's calf and then clay's hamstring oh hamstring. Okay, yeah that's a problem too the Warriors are going to lose this, just like they're going to lose the finals. Let's just we'll, we'll take injuries out of it, all right? Because we have we have Siakam versus Curry, then they are handing off you to mean Danny Green versus Sorry, Curry. Danny Green, Curry, and Green. then Kyle Lowry in the middle, right? Third leg, yeah. Versus Draymond. Uh, yep, Draymond Green, and then hand it off to Pascal Siakam for the setup. Clay's got to be the setup then. Yeah. Yep. I like I that. That works. And I really like that. Siakam versus Clay going into the anchor leg. And then the anchor is the <laughs> Kawhi and Iguodala. Oh, that man. would be such a great 100 yard sprint. I would love would to just see that. It would be. Oh, my. Okay. So, again, Raptors goes Danny Green. To Marcus All. To Kyle Lowry. To Kyle Lowry. To Siakam. Yep. To Kawhi. Right. And then Warriors goes, uh, starts with Steph. Mm hmm. Hands it off to DeMarcus Cousins. Hands it off to Draymond Green. Hands it off to Clay and then finishes with. Andre Iguodala. Oh, that's good. I would, I, I would enjoy I would that more as much on as that the finals. Yeah, I know. Yes. Do we table that for now, Sounds and just good. give people something to mull about? Maybe, Maybe like, hear some feedback. Can people vote? Do you have a voting mechanism? Yeah, I could put a vote. Put a poll on Twitter win. or something. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Do you think the Raptors are closing it out tonight? Um. I They're think, back in Toronto. The six Drake and full I was force. Say Drake's is en- got his energy there. I think. No, honestly, I I can't see the Warriors not surging for at least just one game. Ooh. They're not going to roll over. Well, There's then no we way. get back to Oracle, back to the Bay Area, and, and why the would they lose that? Have any trouble there? I know. Yeah. Two and zero. The key is Durant coming back. But I, here, I will say this: I think he's going to go to Game Seven. Raptors. And Wait. Seven. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you want to make the absolute most of this 2018-19 NBA season. I love it. I love it. And I'm not upset if Toronto closes out tonight. And weren't the home. Warriors down 3-1 to one against the Thunder like two years ago in the Western yes. Conference Finals? 2016. Yeah. And then what happened in the Finals? They were up 3-1. Yeah. We had two 3-1 series. Oh, that's the year they lost to the Cavs. Yep. Okay, I see. They were down 3-1 to the Thunder, 1-4-3. Then they were up 3-1 on the Cavs in the finals. Lost 4-3. Cleveland, this is for you. 
LeBron's got to be enjoying the offseason. Did you see Space Jam 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I'm boy. so... Oh, I'm, man. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> I'm so... Uh, you don't like that? It's just... Why do you why do you do more to fuel the MJ LeBron talk and I, I don't know if argument. it's so much about that. Yes, I feel, it is. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's all just, about that. This generation needs its Space Jam. Because uh, I don't think Space Jam means anything to this next generation. Because, like... Charles Barkley is just like for them an analyst, mm. and um, you know, like Sean Bradley was in that, and no one cares about Sean Bradley. Well, that's kind of mean. I, I'm sorry, Sean Bradley. <laughs> we care about you, but you know, it's a generational thing, and and so actually, like the way I see it is, every new generation needs its own Space Jam. Okay, and whoever the stars of the time can be, like, you know, oh, okay. I hear many guys are turning down roles for Space Jam too. I wonder who his, his starting five will be. And is it going to be Monstars right. as the opponents? At any rate, I was going to say something. I think this is good for LeBron yeah. to have time off instead of playing a 100 game season as he's been doing the last really eight seasons, eight yeah, straight finals. Absolutely. I think he'll come back better than ever. <laughs> and hopefully not with the Lakers, but I know he will be. Um, Did this turn into. Uh, I know NBA. I was just. I was <laughs> almost gonna a hybrid you. podcast. I I know you're a Cavs fan, and they yeah. have that new coach. Uh, yeah, John, John Beeline. That's pretty exciting. It is. It is. It was a Monday morning. Really weird timing for the news to break on that. I was just leaving Chicago, and my dad is a big time Cavs fan, and got some texts about Beeline officially being named Cavs head coach. It threw me off. I had no idea. No whispers. Nothing about it. Yeah. And I'm I'm for it. I am. He, I hope he's got some players to work with, though. I, yeah, I know. He's a developer, fundamentals, really teaches the game. So I'm interested to see how that will translate to the NBA level. I, I am. I'm really intrigued on that. But I, I, I do like the hire. I'm excited to see him on the sidelines this coming year for the Cavs. And Juwan Howard taking over Michigan. Oh, is we'll he really? See. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Head coach of the Wolverines. That's great. <clears throat> yeah. So running. <laughs> Now, I I walked in today in some old-school Nike Pegasus, and my my friend, former teammate Tyler Brinks, was at a running shop and started texting me photos. This is a little while ago. Started texting me photos of some old Peggies, as we call them. Pegasus. Peggies. Is that a trail shoe, the Pegasus? There's there's a Nike Pegasus trail that I think they, they ran for a couple years. Okay. I, I believe it's discontinued. But I've been in Pegasus now for like seven years, and... He was texting me photos of retro Peggies. I was like, "Where, where'd you get these? What, what are you doing right now? Or is this at a running store? Like, they had a, this running store had all new, old Peggies. So that's a pair from 2001, and he dropped them off the other night. And I was just thinking of running shoes and, and how I'm so hooked on Nike Pegasus. Will I ever run in anything non? nike pegasus those are just for more casual walking i'm not gonna be running in 2001 pegasus which you could say are pegasus 18s because they just came out with the pegasus 36 oh my gosh a week ago or two weeks ago so it's a long running shoe so oh one you could say that's pegasus 18 um did do you have a go-to brand or shoe that you've been wearing or have you been going all over the place with i do i i I use the nike structures the structures okay um part of the zoom family as right. is the pegasus yeah yeah exactly um and i was gonna ask you like do you think your preference for the pegasus is 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 that like really i'm assuming it's pretty thought out to some extent but how mm-hmm. much of that is just like psychological like uh, if you got a new, yeah. another shoe and you had to run a race with it like mm-hmm. last minute um, oh yeah it's definitely a psychological thing too mental approach to I guess all things running is being in a shoe that I know has been reliable and right. comfortable, fit my feet well since I've been wearing them. Yeah. And it's funny to think of different iterations. Like they come out with one every year and it's, and there was one year I did, like they were coming out with the 33s, but I remember really liking the 31s and I had 32s, but I got a new pair and they were, and I went back to the 31s because yeah. I'm just, I'm curious how it's like, it's just the new thing. 
to get the new thing. But I've, it's like I've had that same thing with the structures. Um, when where it's they, like, oh, the new one. I gotta I gotta try the new one. Oh, the new one feels fine. Great. Yeah. But just like we keep buying the. <laughs> but what's wrong with the thirty one or the thirty? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and in fact, like the old ones are usually cheaper. Um, yep. Because they're not they're not the hot item. Um, yeah. I'm I'm I think the structures are around like twenty two probably now or something like that. Okay. Um, and I think I landed on the twenties as my go-to shoe, so, something like that. Twenties or twenty ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got that new orange pair back there um, for like half the price. It seemed like of the the most recent one. Okay. And I had try. I went up to whatever the next one was, and it just I don't know. Hmm. It was probably psychological again, but it just felt a little bit off. Um, and I was just like, well, if I'm gonna spend less for a shoe that I prefer anyway mine as well right but but i will say i like the nikes because um everyone talks i feel like i'm kind of unique in my family because everyone talks about like how their feet are so wide yeah everything like that my feet are actually pretty narrow okay and i actually like that the nike sort of like hugs the sides of my feet a little bit it Mm -hmm. almost feels like it's got that arch on the inside of your foot but it also almost like gives you an arch on the outside of your foot too (laughs) sounds like it's not good for you but like it feels really great for my feet so what what pair do you have right now? The Nike structures. I but th- what number? Um, if they, I think it's twenty. Um, okay, I can okay. probably look it up really quick and see if it, that's what it looks like. But okay. the other thing I like about the structures, and I'm not sure if it's like this for Pegasus, but like any given one um, has um, multiple different like color schemes for yep. each. Uh, one. Yep. So it feels. I mean, like, that's that's too uh, the look of it, or just the the aesthetics of the shoe too, having a lot of different options colors, yeah. and new colors keep coming out. It seems like they have the the core five six right when they release the shoe but then new colors keep springing up here and there yeah keep producing different options so i think i actually have the 19s and the 20s over what i backed off from okay so. i had one more running question <laughs> we talked a lot of non-running stuff but that's fine we're going going all over the place just just dandy uh last podcast you were talking about finishing that 10k and crossing the line like yeah the guy looked back and you got him at the line and you're thinking about i can run the olympic 10k and then i was like you, and then you look at times and you think twice about that yeah and so so the the world record 10k is 26 minutes and 17 seconds so 1308 ish per 5k within and what is that per mile <laughs> i mean you're looking at Four, fourteen, four, fifteen. My goodness! If you're looking it up right now, yeah. It uh, it got me thinking. You know, if if I put Mike Dubowski, cousin Mike, in the Olympics in 2020, would you? This is not a this is not a slight on you, but would you rather get <laughs> embarrassed in the 200 meter dash? So it's a quicker race. Um. So less time for embarrassment on the track. So would you rather, would you rather line up getting the, <laughs> getting the blocks for the two hundred meter final, the final. So you're one of eight in the final, or be in the five k final. I just brought up ten k because we talked about the Olympics last podcast for like thirty seconds. So but, either two hundred meter or five k. And and you're gonna get dusted in the five k as well. Uh-huh. But which one would you would you rather? I mean, thinking of your skill set and just like, is it a no brainer to just get crushed in the two hundred and it's over and however fast you run it, or would you would you want to kind of get lost in the the scheme of things in the five k and oh. get lapped and people just forget that? Well, there's always a chance with the five k that someone's gonna DNF. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. So I might not get last. <laughs> I could like pull a tortoise in the hair. Well, I was thinking five k. I mean, their pace is so quick still, but even at the start, you could kind of maybe just right use so much. Energy I could like to... get out front and get a photo op, at, like leading the pack, because <laughs> it's probably going to be really te- tactical. They usually start yeah. off. It's still fast, but sure. really slow for their standards. Yeah, in the early goings of the race. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> would you want to be that photo op guy and be? Because sometimes the photo op guy gets just just all, i mean i just demolished later just reamed yeah, yeah for doing that yeah so would you want to take, oh i see oh I, like, <laughs> like the public gotcha yeah criticism 
of being. Well, oh, it's even just... annoying when when people don't keep a consistent pace in like a road race and they like keep passing you and then falling behind you and yep. like that. Yep. Um, but I just think of the two hundred. It would be would be it'd be much more humorous because my dad watches some of them and he's like, they just cross. I'd be at the halfway mark, just like. <laughs> <laughs> would it really be that far behind? If you were sprinting all out, would you be, they would go twice as fast as you? My dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. um, I, I mean, like, not that I don't, I'm, I don't know. I yeah. mean, even Some, if I ran an all out, say I ran 25 seconds and they run 19, 20 or yeah. 19 seconds, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, five, five seconds in a, in a 200 is, it's just. Right. Yeah. Some, somehow, gap. somehow that just strikes me as more embarrassing. I don't know why the 200 yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> i could just fake a cramp in the 5k Be like oh this is why i'm not yeah doing well. yeah it was all those burger king <laughs> um did you ever think about becoming a sprinter in your I younger mean, days and maybe i thought about it but <laughs> you never trained for it no right? I, I i i don't have a i don't i'm not a good sprinter unless okay. it's kind of like i said two weeks ago like at the end of a race but yeah. I'm, i just don't have any kind of speed in me whatsoever okay um yeah i think i'd try the 5k um i don't know i'd see how many times i could get lapped or not <laughs> get lapped i guess depending on how i feel that day you would like you would go to tokyo 2020 and and enjoy yourself at the for the track events wouldn't you you'd like to take that in yeah absolutely um, i mean apart from just being like the Olympics. Yeah. You would like to have a whole week pass of watching for sure. All yeah. the races. Oh, if, if, if spectating, are you about to offer me a trip to the Tokyo 2020 Olympics? <laughs> Is that what's about to happen? And we'll see how hooray run podcast does in the next <laughs> year or so. See if we get some, uh, sure get some sued. lanyards to put on and free <laughs> air travel. Um, yeah. Sponsorship. I, I think I would be very interested in that. Like I, I even, um, so Becky's really into figure skating. So I've gone to several figure skating, Okay. It's not several, a few figure skating um, tournaments, whatever they call them. Um, and it's really interesting. Like, even though I don't find figure skating all that interesting, it's just like the the live kind of thing of taking it in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the sport just comes to life a little more. And yeah. so, A, I'd imagine that happens with running. B, I know a little more about running than I do yeah. about figure skating and everything like that. Um, and I think just that idea of seeing in person what, um how what what these certain speeds look like yeah, yeah. would be the biggest part because I, I think running is the is the one of the sports that i can think of that just seeing it on tv does not do it justice mm-hmm. um like especially when you get to the long distance it's just never gonna seem like they're going as fast as they actually are yeah until you just like are standing there and feel the wind blow by as they like <laughs> yeah come around the track sure sure so <clears throat> tokyo Yep, Tokyo. Pretty good place for the Olympics. Sure. Cool. Sure. We'll have our, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty soon here, 2020, summer 2020. We'll see what we can do in terms of uh, getting out there and <laughs> recording a podcast from Tokyo live, live from the Olympic Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, do we have a name for this? I, uh, Said, well, you said the first one was running in circles. Running in circles. I mean, we we went in, we went in circles again here. <laughs> running We're, in tangents. Running in tangents. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We had some good movie good. talk uh, before we fired up the mics today. Maybe we can talk more uh, movie pop culture. Does do there need to be more more running feature films? <laughs> more movies. More docs on I, running. I, um, you, and analyze, you know, I talked to you about analyzing uh, forms and, you know, running forms and, and major motion pictures and breaking down running and pop culture a little bit. Yeah, I'll have to prep for that <laughs> one because I, I'm not able to probably come up with that stuff off the sure. cuff. But sure. Yeah. In fact, um, and I'll talk to you about this after we go off the air, but like yeah. um, Chariots of Fire mm-hmm. is a movie that I have seen once upon a time, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay. Um, but it's not because it was bad, it's because I was just so young um so i don't know we should like watch chariots of fire and yeah like, talk about it or something yeah like yeah because yep. i think that's the iconic running movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep film breakdowns chariots of fire number one on the list 
couple good pre movies. Steve Pre Fontaine, uh, Unbroken came yeah. out. A few. Race also. Um, yep, yep. Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be talking on that front. Nice. So, All right. Monday here in GR with cousin Mike running in tangents, running in circles, running all over the place. But you heard it. Breaking news. Cousin Mike potentially eyeing a little more serious thinking running. About it. Thinking about it. Half marathon, 13.1 miles. Not committing to anything. We'll get updates each time he's on the podcast here on where, he at, where he's at mindset wise and how he's doing with his running, his training. Thanks again for listening to Hooray Run Podcast, episode 27. Thanks to Cousin Mike for taking the time once again. Cousin Mike, he'll be gone out of GR for about a month and a half coming up here, starting in late June. We'll try to get one more in-person talk before he takes off. Might do a remote discussion as well, too, coming up later in the summer. Thanks to Cousin Mike. Thanks to Mikey. That's not Cousin Mike. Mikey a.k.a. Meeks Palmer on SoundCloud for the intro-outro beats. And Hooray Run is on social media, Facebook page, Instagram, at Hooray Run, Twitter, at Hooray underscore run. Check out HoorayRun.com. Email Hooray Run, HoorayRun at gmail.com. Yeah, send an email, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, any sort of feedback, welcomed. Tell a friend, recommend appreciate the listen as always episode 27 here a wrap enjoy the running get out there enjoy it